writer, producer, and director Cody Ziegler is here today, uh, and he's here to talk about Miles Morales' Spider-Man, the new comic book series that he is the lead writer on, uh, and he gave us a little bit of insight on how he got connected to this story uh, and where he plans on taking it uh, in the upcoming months. Also, today is February 6, 2023, and Isaac from Kaboom Comics is here to give us his previews for your pull list for New Comic Book Day this week. I'm your host, Amir, and this is the One in 100 Podcast. So if you're not reading Miles Morales, Spider-Man by Cody Ziegler and art by Fabricio Vincentini, you're doing yourself a disservice. All right. I'm just going to start off there. Uh, Go check these books out, man. It's three issues out right now, and it is very, very fun. uh, And the artwork is incredible. The dialogue is awesome. Okay, Cody Ziegler is doing a great job. And uh, he actually took some time out of his busy schedule to answer a few questions from me. And the first question that I have for him was whether not his spider punk series was an audition for miles morales and if not how did he get hooked up with a great character like miles morales i think uh, it definitely was in some form or fashion an audition for for taking over a mainline um spider book uh so the way that i got that spider punk um offer was the editor for that book danny kazan was the assistant editor for the amazing spider-man Beyond arc that I wrote on with alongside Zeb Wells and Kelly Thompson and Patrick Leeson and Saladin Ahmed. He was a huge and still is a huge uh, Ben Riley fan. And if, if you don't know, Spider Man uh, Beyond, that whole arc revolves around Ben Riley taking over the mantle of Spider Man again and, you know, going through all the ups and downs as one does when under the mantle of Spider Man. But yeah, he, he hit me up and he was like, hey, I, uh, I there's a character named Spider Punk. I don't know if you've heard of him. I was like, of course I've heard of him. I, I love the character. I love uh, the Spider Verse series. I was also a punk kid growing up, so I sort of gravitate still to any character that has sort of a punk aesthetic to it. And um, he was like, hey, do you do, would you like to, would you be interested in writing uh, for this character? We're doing like a five issue run, um, and we would love to have you your take on it. So I pitched my take. Uh, they loved it. I basically just pitched uh, what what's what you read the the series, so you know what happened. But I uh, just pitched a, a road movie. Like it'd be fun to see uh, uh, Hobart and Hobie and his friends like go on tour. And a big part of that also was me being like, "Hey, um, tr- you know, traditionally, uh, for those who who may know some stuff about punk history and punk culture, uh, there was a lot of like black and brown people that were at the for- forefront of punk uh, that were sort of erased from the history books and sort of you know erased from the scene. So I was very adamant about wanting to have a team of, of the Spider Band that was all people of color, and Danny and Marvel was very receptive of that, and they let me sort of do what I wanted to do, and uh, I think that's why I had so much fun um, writing it. Uh, fantastic art from Justin, uh, fantastic colors from from Jim, and lettering from Travis. Like everyone on the team was having the most fun doing their particular section of the book. Uh, it's it's the only time so far that I've worked on a project where every single person was like, this is the most fun I've had drawing a book. This is the most fun I've had coloring a book. This is the most fun I've had lettering a book. And this is the most fun I've had editing a book. So I think that's why it was so special to us. And also, I believe, hopefully that's why it resonated so well with many people that, that read it and supported it. So um, 
I really appreciate you taking the time to read that and, and saying those good words. But yeah, that was definitely, uh, if not said out loud, that was definitely for me personally a, a sort of dry run to see how I would handle telling multiple um, issue arcs and sort of forming an arc and seeing how like have a five issue story runs and how that would fit into like a larger issue order for um for a bigger book. So yeah, that was definitely uh, a dry run for me and I'm glad that it worked out because I got uh, Miles Morales, which was like my dream job. More from Cody Ziegler later on in the episode, but right now I want to kick it over to Isaac from Kaboom Comics because as you can hear, Cody mentioned a lot of different Spider-Verse books that he's been on and worked on and uh, Spider-Punk being one of them. And I believe that's been one of Isaac's previews for your pull list. So let's kick it over to Isaac from Kaboom Comics to see what books we should be on the lookout for this week on New Comic Book Day. Hey, what's going on, Isaac? Listen, it's the second week of February. The first week was a busy, busy week for comic book collectors. Uh, what do you got for us this week, man? Hey, Amir, thank you for having me once again. Uh, this week, it's another busy week. Uh, February, shortest month of the year, and, and they're making it probably one of the most biggest months of comics. Uh, we have, starting off, Daredevil number eight uh, by Chip Zdarsky. So this is the issue that we've been waiting for. Finally, Daredevil and Punisher are going to go toe-to-toe. So if you guys are reading Daredevil, uh, you know by now that he's at war uh, with practically everyone besides Elektra, of course. And if you've been reading Punisher, you know that he's basically the leader of the hand. Um, and yeah, it looks like it's about to be a, a very, very big reunion between the two. Um, so that's definitely something to look, uh, look forward to up next. We have static shadows of Dakota. Number one, this is from nice. DC and milestone. Uh, so static is back. It's been a really long time since we had a, a, a static comic book. Um, I know here at the store, we have a lot of big static fans. Uh, so if you guys are are in the mood for some more Virgil. Uh, this is definitely the book to get. And it's a number one. It, you know, nothing better than a number one starting straight from the beginning. Uh, up next, we have Ghost Rider number 11. Uh, so if you guys are big Ghost Rider fans, you're definitely going to love this one because not only... So we do know Johnny Blaze is the lead of this Ghost Rider run, but in this particular issue, he has a rival coming at him. And who is this rival, you may ask? It is Danny Ketch. Uh, the other, the second Ghost Rider. Um, so that's definitely oh, a, wow. a pretty big reunion. Apparently, it's the it's the week of reunions uh, this week. Uh, up <laughs> next, we have this is uh, so I didn't know about this until until uh, Amir here recommended it. Oh. Um, you know, he he asked for it. Uh, this is Monarch Number One there from Image Comics. Uh, this is a series premiere. You definitely want to read this one. It's one of those. Uh, stories where um it's just a couple of kids you know hanging out but then yeah it's it ends up not being an ordinary day when you know uh aliens you know have contact with earth uh it's an indie book definitely something to 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 get uh amir could you remind me who who is writing this this number one uh that'll be the great rodney barnes yes yeah. exactly he, rodney he continues barnes. to take all my money yeah so that's definitely a a big number one and it's image you can never go wrong with image um yeah and and when it comes with number ones rodney barnes is definitely the guy to do it um a lot of good books out there 
Um, and then last but not least, though, there was a whole lot of uh, trade paperbacks, omnibuses, hardcovers uh, to choose from. I'm going to choose only one out of the many, many awesome stuff that was there. Uh, and it's going to be The DC Universe by Dwayne McDuffie. This is a hardcover nice. book. Uh, it's going to feature, you know, all the stuff that, that Dwayne McDuffie has done, action comics, uh, The Demon, Impulse, JLA, uh, some Gotham Knights, you know, a whole bunch of stuff, Firestorm even, a um, whole lot of story um, and one nice hardcover book. Uh, I remember ordering this a long time ago. And it just never came in, and I noticed it kept getting pushed back. So it's finally yeah, coming yeah. out this week. Uh, definitely something to look forward to. And that's going to be it. Nice, man. Nice. You know what? I just realized when you said that Static uh, was coming out, it's a number one. That is interesting that they're doing a number one because this is actually volume two yeah. of the you know the relaunch and everything so yeah, that's yeah. interesting that they're renumbering it back to number one um mm -hmm. but okay and i i really i also see that um they're doing a facsimile edition for the number one yeah from back in the early 90s and it's apparently it's gonna, too. Yeah, it's gonna have the poster and the card and everything in there mm -hmm. man that's really cool i mean yeah. it's 10 bucks but i mean that's just really cool that they're that they're bringing that back I don't think they've ever oh. done a, a reprint for that, right? Like, uh, no, never... no. Like, honestly, this is the first time that I, I mean, other than the, the new static um, stuff that they have with the hardcover mm -hmm. out and everything, they, I don't know if they ever put them in a trade before either yeah. up until, you know, recently with the, the compendiums mm -hmm. and stuff. So it's a lot of, you know, a lot of new things happening with Milestone, which is really cool. Anything going on at the shop, you know, this week or? Uh, right now, um, let me see. We're kind of just going through through this month. I know we have a, a couple of literacy nights that we'll be attending and, and we're giving out comics. I know we're we're doing some uh, announcements uh, next Thursday or, or this upcoming Thursday. We're actually going to have a Wakanda Forever premiere. Uh, nice. Not a premiere, but a but a but a but a what is it called? Like a show. Yeah, like a like a like a rewatch, you know, at our at our game store right behind us. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got the projector. We have everything. We're going to be giving out snacks, popcorn. Uh, we're also going to be doing giveaways uh, for some cool Black Panther merch. So we're going to have uh, nice. merchandise in regards to trade paperbacks, comic books, maybe even a key or two. Uh, we're nice. going to be asking some questions, you know, Black Panther fans and Namor fans. We're going to be asking all the questions, um, trivia, all that stuff. We're going we're gonna to make we're going to make it fun for sure. Um, just to watch this awesome movie. It, it is now on Disney Plus, but yeah. I feel like this is one of those movies that you. It's better to watch with the crowd. Uh, mm -hmm. That way you're not crying alone in, in your living room. You're <laughs> crying with, with the group. Um, sure. But yeah, that's something that we'll be doing next Thursday. Um, and yeah, that's that's about it so nice, far. Nice, nice, nice. Another nice week over at Kaboom Comics, man. Hit it up. Let Go check out the, the shop. They got a lot of good books and merchandise all in there, man. But uh, Isaac, I thank you once again uh, for checking in with us and letting us know what's coming out this week, man. So we'll catch you next week, brother. Thank you.
So getting back to this Cody Ziggler uh, conversation, man, uh, I've always been a fan of Miles Morales, right? But we've only had two uh, writers for this character. Uh, anything else that's ever come out of Miles Morales where Brian Michael Bendis wasn't writing it or Solid Ackman wasn't writing it, it was a one-shot uh, by Brian Hill. So I wanted to know if uh, Cody felt like there was anything that might have been missing from the Miles Morales story that he would want to add, being that he is only the third person to write for uh, a Miles Morales ongoing series. Um, I don't know if anything was missing. You're, uh, I think I was just building upon stuff that was already built there by two fantastic writers that had written before me, you know, Bendis and, and, and Ahmed. Um, um, Saladin is a fantastic writer, and he had some really, really, really cool stuff that he added during his run for miles, particularly like I loved the use of the journal as a assignment given to him by his literature teacher or poetry teacher. I can't remember what, what it was um, off the dome, but that's just like, just a fun uh, narrative um, device that was given to miles that I enjoy using more than the internal monologue. It just seems like such a fun, a fun way to tie in like that sort of inner monologue, but also have it couched in something that a lot of us did in high school, which is journaling and stuff like that. So I think that was really cool. Also, I think Saladin did a fantastic job of introducing, and I've said this in the interviews when I asked about um, why I, what I wanted to add to the to the to my miles run is that I think Saladin did a fantastic job surrounding Miles with strong black women. Um, his mother Rio, um, you sort of covering the the personal side of things and the home life side of things. Um, Starling, Tiana, um, covering the the sort of romantic side of things. And I wanted to add on to that by having, uh, you know, he had this sort of, there's like this sort of like trifecta, this triangle, and I would like to the the, the base, the final angle for that to be um, that covered, have a strong black woman in his superhero life, like, like his mentorship life. So uh, that's sort of why I got the idea of adding Misty um, Knight to the, to the mix is purely because I loved what Saladin was doing with um, Miles and surrounding himself with these these sort of infrastructures, these these powerful infrastructures, and that he had for they had in Miles's life, and I really wanted to add to that. Um, also, like a, a, an offering that was sort of taken from Saladin's run is that he'd had some really really big fun things happen. Like Miles, we really put Miles through it when it came to like multiversal threats, and and that's sort of like what Miles has sort of come known for in the greater grander scheme of things. You know, if you're accounting people that only sort of came to him from across the or into the spider-verse so that's sort of their perception of miles is like big multiversal story so you know when you have these big 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 things that are like sort of sweeping across multiple universes and everything it definitely adds the impact of being like oh yes i want to strip miles back down for like a spell for a beat for a spell and have him do some more street level friendly neighborhood stuff so it's really you know it would be difficult or impossible to have those sort of um, peaks and valleys or that sort of counterpoint point counterpoint if it wasn't for having the big grand sweeping uh, multiversal opera and then bounce back and have something that can sort of complement that and have a you know on this on the street smaller self-contained um manhattan or that manhattan more like a new york city focused um spider story so uh yeah nothing i don't think there's anything actually missing i really enjoyed both of those runs uh very much and i'm uh, very happy that I and lucky enough that I get to add 
my particular take on it. All right. So the last question that I had for Cody Ziegler was uh, being that Miles Morales is an Afro Latino young kid growing up in Brooklyn. You know, there's a lot of things that go on in the inner city that you know, kids of color have to deal with and have to face. We haven't seen any, any of that in any of the Miles Morales storylines. So I was wondering if he would dig in to any of the social issues that a young kid like Miles would have to deal with uh, in the world today. Uh, yeah, you know, there's something that has been touched on very lightly already in the first um, couple of issues, particularly I think they're actually the first issue when Miles runs into um, Agent Gao, who's sort of our stand-in for New York law enforcement. Uh, and he says point point blank, you know, you're over policing neighborhoods that really the people there look like 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 me. And, uh, you know, I think you just like if you're that's the, that's the energy you're coming with. You should definitely maybe spread that to other places and not just like over police our areas. So, you know, as much as much as I get into it with with, you know, within the confines of working for, you know, a, a, a big one of the big two, like I definitely will touch on stuff like that. Um, as much as I can and, and as hopefully as tastefully as I can, because I, I also don't want people to read this and be like, oh, here we go. Some more, you know, black, black trauma porn. Like I would like for it to be some escapism, a little bit of escapism mixed in with some my particular thoughts and perspectives on on things when it comes to class and and policing and capitalism and, and, and education. Um, a lot of this first run, uh, if you haven't already noticed, or I guess you will by the time that this comes out, I think. Issue three comes out this week, which really sort of gets to like what the the theme, the theme, the big theme for this first first arc is, is like, you know, education is 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 not uh, for, built for everyone in this country. It's not an equal playing field. And that's definitely something that drives. Uh, I mean, that's sort of the impetus for for Miles, right? He 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 in the business's first run. I think I can't remember the line exactly, but it's like it doesn't seem fair when he wins the lottery with his with his with his parents, and you see all those other kids. There's really sort of haunting, painful panels of like that's like a little girl crying and and like a, a kid looking dejected and stuff. So like that's definitely some stuff that that I'm going to be touching on, uh, not only throughout this this first arc, but the 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 full run. So. Uh, I'm excited to to get to those, and I hope that it resonates with people. With hope that it resonates with people as much as it resonates with me, which seems like people have been enjoying the book. So I'm really appreciative of that. And that'll do it for today's episode of the One in One Hundred podcast. I'd like to thank uh, Cody Ziegler for taking the time out of his busy schedule to answer those questions for me. Uh, it was very informative, man. So I hope you guys enjoyed it, and I also hope you go check out Miles Morales Spider Man. There's three issues out there. Go find them. I know it's going to be hard to find them now. Those books are flying off the shelf, but yeah, definitely go check it out, man. So far, so good. I'm enjoying the the pace and the art and just everything about the story man so shout out to cody ziggler and uh fabricio vincentini uh thanks again to isaac for giving us those great previews for this week uh make sure you guys tune in wednesday jt will be here with his reviews uh for his top picks um on new comic book day and me and Kay will be back on it, you know, Saturday morning for you guys. Back to our good old Chabada antics, man. So I appreciate you guys hitting that subscribe button and tuning in. Uh, continue to share it, like it, and leave comments. Uh, and, yeah, we appreciate you guys, man. So be good to yourself and be good to others. I'm your host, Amir, and this is the One in 100 Podcast.